It's Tuesday, February 13th, and this is Simple Tech News. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, James Thomas, and this is Simple Tech News, the weekly podcast where we discuss the week's top tech news and stories, offer up our thoughts and opinions, and ask you to chime in on the conversation via Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Simple Tech News and let us know what you're thinking using the hashtag Simple Tech News. Lots to talk about this week, so let's just jump right into it with a story from SpaceX on February 6th at 3.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from the Kennedy Space Center, Elon Musk and the team at SpaceX successfully launched the Falcon Heavy rocket, and in doing so, sent a Tesla Roadster into outer space. Yeah, they put a damn car in space with a mannequin in a spacesuit in the driver's seat. The mannequin's name, Starman. The Starman and the Roadster are now flying in a long elliptical orbit around the sun. At its furthest point, that orbit extends nearly 243 million miles. It's, it's crazy, but let's talk about Falcon Heavy. Falcon Heavy is a reusable super heavy lift launch vehicle designed and manufactured by SpaceX. Falcon Heavy is the most powerful operational rocket in the world by a factor of two, with the ability to lift into orbit nearly 64 metric tons, a mass greater than a 737 jetliner loaded with passengers, crew, luggage, and fuel. Falcon Heavy can lift more than twice the payload of the next closest operational vehicle at one-third the cost. Now, Falcon Heavy was designed from the outset to carry humans into space and restores the possibility of flying missions with crew to the moon or Mars. I love seeing space travel and missions becoming popular in the mainstream again, and I hope in my lifetime that travel to space will be commercially available and a safe thing to do just like flying in an airplane. That would be wild. Switching gears, we have two stories from Google. First up, Nest, makers of the popular smart thermostat and other smart home devices, is now fully a part of Google. Nest will no longer be a standalone Alphabet company. Instead, it will merge with Google and their hardware team. Now, Nest was acquired by Google and Alphabet back in 2014 and since has struggled, despite the large amount of resources it's had at its disposal. The company quadrupled the number of employees it, uh, and even purchased Dropcam. However, the results were not up to snuff. There was a CEO change and the company finally pushed out some new products, uh, but things aren't going too well. Uh, they pushed out the Nest Cam IQ, the Nest Thermostat E, uh, the Nest Secure home security system, and the upcoming Nest Hello doorbell but the merger still happened. Google has said in a report from CNET that it won't be dropping the Nest name and via a blog post said that the merger will allow it to combine hardware, services, and software between the two companies, which are all built with Google's artificial intelligence and the assistance at the core. Honestly, this is a great sign in my opinion for Google and the future of Nest. Products from both companies will improve and integration between them should be solid. I'm excited to see what the team at Google can do now moving forward now that they have the team at Nest and the recently acquired HTC hardware team fully into the fold. Next up, the cameras in the Pixel 2 and the Pixel 2 XL have just gotten better, introducing the Pixel Visual Core. This previously hidden image processing chip inside the Pixel 2 line of phones has been activated via a software update this past week. The main purpose is bringing HDR plus image processing to any other app that employs the relevant Google APIs. 
All this means is that your photos in apps like Snapchat, Instagram, WhatsApp, etc., will improve greatly in terms of quality and efficiency due to major improvements in processing. Per Google, the Pixel Visual Core is built to do the heavy lifting image processing while using less power, which saves battery. That means we're able to use that additional computing power to improve the quality of your pictures by running the HDR Plus algorithm. Now, I haven't received the update just yet on my Pixel 2, but it's currently rolling out to devices, so an update should be available in the coming days. In the meantime, if you are interested in seeing some sample photos of the improvements, check out the story over at TheVerge.com. The improvements look to be significant, and I'm definitely anxious uh, you know, in waiting for that update. And last, let's end with two stories from Apple. According to Cardiogram founder Brandon Bollinger's latest clinical study, the Apple Watch can detect diabetes in those previously diagnosed with the disease with up to an 85% accuracy. The study is part of the larger Deep Heart study with Cardiogram and UCSF. This particular study used data from 14,000 Apple Watch users and was able to detect that 462 of them had diabetes using the heart rate sensor, the same type of sensor that other fitness bands using Android Wear also integrate in their systems. Now, obviously more studies uh, will need to be done on this and Bollinger and his team are looking into other diseases as well, but the results so far are promising. It's great to see some of this cool consumer tech have fantastic uh, effects on other areas of life uh, being used in ways that I'm sure Apple did not even think was possible. But last and certainly not least, let's go to the major story of this past week and that is the Apple HomePod. The smart speaker from the team at Google was announced last year and is finally ready to order. Early reviews are mixed, with most saying that the audio quality is top-notch for a speaker of its size, but it's lacking in the smart assistant arena, with the usual walled garden that is Apple posing some problems as well. But before we get into that a bit, let's talk specs. For size, you're looking at 6.8 inches high by 5.6 inches wide. The weight's about 5.5 pounds and comes in two colors, space gray and white. The audio technology, you've got a high excursion woofer, with custom amplifier, an array of seven horn-loaded tweeters, each with its own custom amplifier, six microphone array for far, for far field Siri, internal low frequency calibration microphones for automatic bass correction, direct and ambient audio beamforming, and transparent studio level dynamic processing. The audio sources, and here's where the walled garden comes into play. You've got Apple Music, iTunes music purchases, iCloud Music Library with an Apple Music or iTunes Match subscription, Beats One Live Audio, Apple Podcasts, AirPlay, you can AirPlay other content to HomePod from an iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch, Apple TV, and Mac. But notice I didn't mention there Spotify, or Google Play Music, or Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio. I hope you get the gist here. Yeah, nothing but Apple Music services will work. I mean, come on, not even the neutral Spotify. <laughs> you gotta love Apple. Uh, but moving on, there is a touch surface on the top. You can tap or hold uh, the plus or minus for volume up and down. Touch and hold for Siri. Tap to play and pause music or uh, Siri. Double tap to skip and triple tap to skip back. And for system requirements, you're looking at an iPhone 5S or later, iPad Pro, iPad 5th generation, iPad Air or later, iPad Mini 2 or later, iPod Touch 6th generation running iOS 11.2.5 or later. It has 802.11 Wi-Fi internet access 
and an Apple Music subscription is required for few for full music functionality. The price $349. <laughs> now again, reviews so far are a bit torn. For the Apple diehard, the ones who are heavily invested into the Apple ecosystem and already are users of the Apple Music and video services, the experience should be great. The sound quality is fantastic. The design is classic Apple, meaning it's very pleasing to the eye and the build quality is top notch. Even the packaging and unboxing experience is best in class with the shipping box. And yeah, the shipping box. In some cases, it's been lightly lined with felt just not to scratch the plastic wrapping of the retail box. Yeah, they go the extra mile, that's for sure. But with no options for music sources other than AirPlay, which sacrifices the majority of the useful features, the HomePod is greatly limited. Oh, and if you have an Android phone, forget it. This is not gonna work with your phone at all. And the glaring weakness is the smart assistant. You know, the thing that makes a smart speaker smart. Siri is woefully outmatched, practically by all competition, and it's it's really embarrassing how little Siri can what how little Siri can do when compared to Google Assistant or Alexa, especially considering Siri was the first smart assistant to the market. In short, it's classic Apple. It's a fantastic product with great build quality, and they've provided some real innovation when it comes to sound quality, especially considering the relatively small size. It's got the price tag to match that great build quality but it is hindered by the walled garden that is Apple and a disappointing smart assistant. And that's the one thing that keeps this from being the smart speaker to be. Honorable mentions this week, Google is exploring texting from your browser via the, the Android Messenger app. Mercedes will build an electric version of its popular Sprinter van. Microsoft is trying to poach Dropbox and Google customers with a free OneDrive deal. Intel has developed a prototype set of smart glasses called Vaunt which unlike Google Glass and Snap's spectacles, Vaunt looks like a normal set of glasses. And France is banning smartphone use in cars, even when you pull over. For more details on all those stories, head over to our Twitter page at Simple Tech News. But that's it. That's it for this episode of Simple Tech News. SpaceX, Nest, Google, and Apple all making news, all making noise in the tech world this week. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Simple Tech News and let us know how do you feel about SpaceX and the Tesla Roadster that is forever orbiting in space? Also, are you getting the new HomePod? If so, why? And if not, why? Tweet at us. Let us know using the hashtag Simple Tech News. Thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast. Make sure to favorite the podcast on Anchor or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And again, follow us on Twitter at Simple Tech News to get updates on all tech stories throughout the week. Once again, I'm James Thomas. This is Simple Tech News. Hope you have a great week and we'll catch you all on the next episode. Take care.